have a new sponsor for the podcast, Trout River Industries. They're the leading manufacturer of live bottom trailers in Canada, tailor-made for the paving industry. The innovations they have make paving a breeze. With their rounded tub design for lower center of gravity and zero asphalt left behind, the inset tailgate for a flush connection to the paver, the auto door, and the pneumatic mud flap so the driver doesn't have to leave the cab, the Trout River Live Bottom is the solution. Additional accessories for the paving industry like asphalt chute, releasing agent tanks, work light packages, strobe lights, all that stuff completes the package for their machines. Finally, the reversing belt allows you to balance a load and control the amount of asphalt coming out for multiple jobs. The trailer is the ultimate road builder and soon will be the pride of your fleet. Contact them today for more information and for a free quote. Call 1902-859-1200. Hey everybody, welcome back. Today's podcast is brought to you by Liberty Supply. So I don't know if you guys have ordered from Liberty Supply. I do. We get a lot of stuff from there. Liberty Supply is family owned and operated. And when you call, you talk to Sam. So if you call Liberty Supply's number, you talk directly to Sam. Sam is one of the owners. You can't do that very much anywhere else on, on a scale like that. So uh, I'm very appreciative to have Sam when I call. So we use everything well, not everything, but a lot from Liberty Supply. Um, this year we used spray tips from Liberty Supply. Uh, we got our broom heads from Liberty Supply. They, we got some uh, pour pots from Liberty Supply, crack squeegees, pretty much whatever we need when it comes to um, products as far as equipment, hand tools, all that good stuff, the spray tips, everything. So um, Liberty Supply, when we need something, we usually call over and Sam will have it ready in a short amount of time. That number to call them at is 800-397-9907. And Sam's probably going to answer if you're calling within business hours. And he'll get you taken care of. You can also go to libertysupply.biz, check them out there, and uh, you'll be good to go. The podcast is also brought to you by Stencil Plus. Stencil Plus is making moves. Uh, Jeff and the team and Neil at the team those guys are not only making moves, but they're making some pretty funny uh, videos and social media stuff too, as well. Uh, we got every stencil we ordered this summer came from Stencil Plus. Never had an issue. It was here really quick. We recently used one on a project that I needed custom made a certain speed limit, like the slow ones, the elongated ones, and my length that I recommended uh, that I wanted it done. They were like, no, you need it, you need it done this way and uh, upon their recommendation of course I said yes of course and it's it worked out great it would have looked ridiculous if I would have done it which um, I'm grateful for that those guys have the knowledge and uh, know what to do but besides that um, we got a lettering kit a number kit I believe as well so very excited for those guys obviously stencil plus you can find them on their stencilplus.com of course and then on social media at stencil plus you guys are going to have a riot um, we love having Stencil Plus on board and very excited to keep them on board because um, it's worked out great. And I'm hoping to get Jeff from Stencil Plus on the podcast. So message him, guys. Tell him he needs to get on the podcast. We are also brought to you by the 800 Pavement Network. 1-800-BLACKTOP. Got it on my shirt. Got it on my trucks. That's ours in the 608 1-800-BLACKTOP. Not only 1-800-BLACKTOP, but also 1-800-STRIPING as well. Um, it's worked out great for us this year as far as branding goes. We're getting near the end of the year and people are associating 1-800-BLACKTOP with Wiscoat, which has been great. I know a lot of our contacts still come through the phone. It's a lot easier to remember than our regular number. I can tell you that. So I'm grateful that we have that and been able to put it to use. I would recommend it as a contractor that you think about getting one of these numbers. Um, they have over 200 contractors doing over $1 billion in sales within the network. The network itself, I've seen emails and stuff come through about um, insurances, health insurances, workman's comp. We had um, another, I did a Zoom meeting, I believe, about deals on Chevy trucks. So there's all kinds of stuff within the network, not just, hey, here's a number and brand it. There's been lots of tools and different things that we've been able to be part of and take advantage of as contractors. So when you get your number, all the calls go directly to you. There's no middleman. There's none of that stir, 
stuff like that or whatever. So, I mean, but besides the account work that comes through as a contractor and um, all the meetings and different things you get to go to, there's also advantages in health insurance and breaks on different materials and products and trucks and different things like that. So you can find them on Instagram at Pavement Network, 800 Pavement Network, or you can go to 800pavement.com and find them as well. Hey everybody, welcome back. Blacktop Banter. This is episode 32, I believe. Don't quote me on it because uh, they're getting so high that I'm losing track. Uh, We have a great guest today. Uh, This guy and I met last MPE face-to-face a little bit. And since then, uh, he's been kicking my ass social media-wise on every platform, every which way. Uh, Braden Hamilton. Braden, you want to uh, introduce yourself? Tell us about your business, where you're located at. Yeah, man. First of all, I just wanted to say I'm honored. Thank you very much, Marvin. Big fan, big fan all the way around on all, all the social media. But uh, yeah, my name is Braden Hamilton. Uh, I've got a company called Orca Asphalt Maintenance. We're located in Kelowna, British Columbia, Canada. And uh, yeah, man, just honored to be here. Dude, so uh, Kelowna is on the, you, you said the east side of Canada, correct? Alberta, Canada? West, west side, west oh, side. Yeah, west yeah. side. Yeah, so we're we're on the west side. We're we're above Washington State. Uh, yep. We're about three and a half hours from Vancouver, okay. uh, directly east of Vancouver, right over a whole mountain pass, and then we're in this little heaven haven. Yeah, yeah, I've seen some pictures. Um, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna jump back and forth between a bunch of topics, but dude, that location, especially on TikTok, I notice you take it in a little bit more than everywhere else, yeah. and I know like. Um, you know, people think that we're dancing on TikTok and not so much. We're not dancing. It really, it really does. Just dancing more. It is. We should be dancing more, but really it's taken in and highlighting some of the stuff that we do work-wise. And I noticed you guys do the same thing. And what's kind of nice is you're able to use those clips on other social media platforms too from there. Right. I know you do that and I do that too, but tell us about yeah. that location because I see, I see seal coating and maintenance pictures and paving pictures from all over the world. That place is beautiful, man. Every yeah. time I see something, there's mountain ranges in the back, beautiful yeah. valleys, sunny days. Tell us about that area. Yeah, well, you hit the nail on the head, man. It is one of the most beautiful places, in my humble opinion. We're, we feel lucky and blessed to live here, man. It's uh, we've we're, we're located on a massive lake. It's called the Okan- Okanagan Lake. And uh, we're in a valley with mountains all around us. And uh, the way it all works out as we have some of the best work or weather in Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a desert directly South of us. I believe it's the only, or one of the only deserts in Canada. Oh, okay. So we've got, you know, there's fruit growing here. There's, you know, there's vine- vineyards, wineries like crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've got a longer season here than most of Canada as well. Oh. Um, you know, we've got moderate rain. Our winter's very mild, but we also like, because of our proximity to the mountains, we have amazing snowboarding, clothes, skiing. Um, it's just an outdoor, you know, an outdoorsman's paradise. It's just, there's, and there's just so much to do here. And working here is amazing. Yes. So. Uh, that leads me to the next question. How do you handle logistics as far as materials and things like that? Yeah, that, you know, beginning the company, like when we started the company, that was the biggest issue. Um, seal, getting sealer here, massive issue. Um, Luckily, you know, we've got great connections now with, uh, we, we get it from Cascade Asphalt in Seattle. So we get a bulk tank shipped up. Oh. Uh, yeah, well, a tanker shipped up and then they load our bulk tank. Okay. Um, but in the past, yeah, it's just been kind of a wild, wild west, man. Just figuring it out, right? Yeah, you know? yeah the logistics of getting things there, you know, yeah. it, it, it's hard. It's I think about that with us, um, besides, a, you know, a bulk tank, we're in probably an from where we're, our stuff's manufactured at, with the yeah. wheat, it's, it's a good two hours, if not more, away. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, you can go to a depot. It's about an hour away. Yeah. Other than that, it's shipped to contractors all over and things. And uh, yeah. we're, we're securing a bulk tank here this year. I'm excited. Are you? Yeah, dude, it's been nice, nice. man. It's been forever for us. Like, I've, yeah. I dropped the ball a shit ton before we got to this point. But the guys no. are like, 
can we stop running to get sealer? It's like, yeah, yeah. Yes, we well, can. I'll tell you what, like it wasn't, it wasn't an option for us to go get sealer. Yeah. Like, it's that's not, what I was wondering like, about like, It's like, it's for us to go and pick up sealer. We've got to get enough that it's worth it. So, you know, our first year, that's basically what we did. We'd ship it to the border, go pick it up. And it's just a nightmare. And then like the next year we did the same thing. And this year it was like, no, like the only way to really make this happen, you know, to make it make sense that sealing isn't is a service that we offer is to get a bulk tank. Yeah. So luckily, you know, Alex of black and yellow hooked us up. Yeah, real good friend. And yeah. yeah, we've got this amazing bulk tank now. And it's just, it's, it was literally, I mean, that was a game changer. Yeah. I was thinking about that because that, it doesn't seem like it and people probably don't think that the people that are really close to their suppliers but it's a yeah. huge it's a huge anchor dude like you're trying really hard to advance but that thing's an anchor on you once i have a feeling once that's off you that allows you to focus and get your attention to go forward oh, it's yeah you i mean your attention isn't isn't to getting the material anymore it's like you know that was a massive weight on me yeah. Like, all right, how much do we have? Like, there was a big issue. Like, okay, you know, we've only got 500 gallons left. Yeah. What are we going to do with this? How are we going to, you know? Yeah. And I mean, we still, we still face that issue now with the bulk tank, you know, just navigating the logistics of, all right, how much more do we have left? The end of the season's coming. We think, you know, yeah. in a couple of weeks, how are we going to, you know, yeah. but, uh, but even, I mean, we don't have a place where we can buy any equipment like nothing even close like our crack filler comes out of vancouver um which is you know three and a half hours away i mean if we wanted asphalt lutes if we wanted um squeegees if we want anything everything gets shipped in which is it's tough but you know what it gives us uh, an advantage over our competitors because we i do the research like crazy find the best stuff and then we're using the best product and the best supplies mm -hmm to offer the best, you know, the, the best end product. That's what I was going to ask you was um, how big of an advantage it is, because if it's that difficult for you, obviously your, com your competitors are having right. a time too. how, yeah. how bad it, like how stiff is the competition right there? Um, you know, like there are a few other seal coat providers, um, but we're the only one that uses emulsion. Okay. The only, the only people up here that use emulsion, okay. uh, oil-based sealer is a massive thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't want to offend anyone, but it's, it, I, we would never, if we didn't use what we used, uh, we wouldn't offer seal coating. Yeah. Uh, that's how much I stand behind it. And we're, I, I mean, as you do as well, you, you know, you try products, you figure it out and then it's like, all right, what's our ratios like, what are we using for additives? And it's just a constant thing to get your product and your ultimately your end product. Yeah. The very best. Right. Well, speaking of those bulk tanks and sealer and everything else, <laughs> Uh, you recently posted a picture and um, I have a pretty like, you know, I have a darker complexion, but in that photo, you outdid me completely. You were completely covered in sealer from head to toe. And then I seen a, I seen a post of you the next day and it was still in your eyelashes and stuff. Yeah. Dude, you look, oh, you look still. like you were, dude, you look like you were uh, getting ready to be the lead singer for eighties rock band, bro. It was still like right around here. The eyeliner was in hey. the rock and roll. What was going on there? I mean, I, you have a beautiful white shirt on right now, you yeah. know, so it's a, it's a huge contract or a huge okay. contrast, but as a, a contractor and a still an owner, like you and I, we're still out there doing the labor too, as well. Definitely. It's not easy yeah. to talk one of your dudes to get into the tank. So you had to get in there, but was that a service tank, bulk tank, or was that all the tanks? Did you just keep it going once you got dirty or what? Yeah, it was bulk tank and then our, yeah, our, our sealed tank as well. But the bulk tank was the major, major, major project. And, uh, you know, I, got to give a massive shout out to my guys because those my guys will jump right in there with me and they did yeah however i did <laughs> however <laughs> i didn't want them to get covered completely right. the, the guys were they were covered but i i i took it to another level so what you saw there that was as a result of so what happened right at the end of our season is when the temperature dropped our sealer kind of started to settle and it was getting thicker in the bulk tank, mm -hmm. as you know. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and actually one of the sprockets on the agitation arm busted. Yeah. So with one week left in the season, we couldn't mix our stuff anymore. Yeah. So we're just pumping it out, just trying to get it out before, you know, everything settled, but we were left with a couple hundred gallons in there that had settled. So we actually got in there. We had to use drill mixers, mix it up, 
so that we could pump it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we were, yeah, we pumped as much as we could out and then we had to bucket the rest out. And then, and then, so, you know, the guys and me were, it was just a nightmare, but it was fun. <laughs> yeah. That, that's kind of like those moments when like everyone kind of realizes what you're going to have to do, but yeah. no one really wants to do it. Yeah. <laughs> but everyone kind of knows. And like, they don't like, no one moves until the leader moves and they're like, right. we're just going to yeah. do it. And I think some of those times you just got to make the best of it. We had uh, in our old um, service unit, it was 500 gallon tank. Okay. We had paddles on it, but the yeah. paddles wouldn't let it sweep. It was a hand unit and oh, the yeah. paddles are so stiff. They wouldn't let it sweep. So we got, we oh. took the paddles off, but where it left that gap, it plugged with some of the, sh the stuff, the backside of that bottom hole. Yeah. And the, it was, we couldn't get past the valve like, with what was there. I had to get in dude. And like, I was up to my waist, but you put your waders on. <laughs> no, dude, I just did swimming trunks, no shirt, no nothing. Yeah. And I was like trying to get a shovel to get the piece out of there, but I couldn't, yeah. it was wedged in that hole. And I, I turned and looked at my dude and I'm like, you're gonna have to get the water hose out, bro. And I just went all, dude, I went down my hands, everything, dude. You know. It up, dude. And it was just like, the, my dude was looking at me just laughing. And he was like, dude, I can't believe you did that. I'm like, dude, you have to do you that stuff. There's you no, you yeah. points where you just have to, you know? So If you're not going to do it, who's going to do it, right? Like, yeah. and the way that I feel is like, if as the leader, you have to, you have to do those things and you have to sh earn trust with your guys. Yeah by doing those things, by doing the worst and be like, Hey, you know, I'm right here with you guys. Like this is, this is our thing. Right. We got right? Yeah. 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 And so, yeah, man, I, I, when I was in there at the end, you know, and pressure washing it all and getting it all like putting the final touches on it, I had, you know, we had the full body suits, uh, goggles, everything. Yeah. I and, see. You the goggles yeah. <laughs> but dude, I'm pressure washing and it's just blasting back. I couldn't see a thing. So I'm like, you know what? Screw it. Here we go. Took the goggles off and, uh, you know, trying to be like careful at the beginning and then you just get nailed, nailed, nailed. And then finally I was like, all right, nope, it doesn't gonna... matter anymore. Here we go. Just, just, I'm going to, I'm going to cut that picture and use it as a promo for the podcast. And then <laughs> I, I guarantee you we're going to get listeners just off that picture. <laughs> so what is your season like as far as length goes and duration goes? Being as you're in Canada, I know you said you get you're in one of the longer seasons probably in Canada. Yeah. But mm -hmm. when do you start? When do you finish usually, you know? Yeah. So obviously it's variant, you know, season to season like yeah. you and everyone. Um, but essentially we can start striping and crack sealing at the beginning of March ish, mm -hmm. you know, March ish, uh, really start going in April. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we seal, start sealing towards the end of May. Mm -hmm. Um, and then courts as well, the courts surfacing. And then, uh, and then we'll go, seal coating until the end of September, beginning of October. And then we're, we're actually still crack sealing and striping until the snow sticks. Yeah. yeah. So usually that'll be the end of November, beginning of December, who knows? Yeah. Well, um, well I was going to ask you about uh, quartz. I didn't know you yeah. did quartz. So, yeah, we started this year. Yeah. And did, you, did yeah. you like it? Was the transition easy or was it a hard? Was it a big learning curve? I've heard both ways. I've heard some people say... Um, I was breezy for us. And then some people say, well, there was a, a different, and I know that varies as well because some courts are very strict about how they want things done. And then some yeah. are like, just make it playable. Um, okay. So first of all, uh, like everything, man, I had amazing people that I reached out to Adam, AG sports systems. You an unbelievable. Legend. That dude's a legend. Absolute legend. Sport master. When I go yeah. to I'm going through him, dude, because he's just a dude. He's he's an absolute weapon. Like just good, good dude. Um, so I reached out to him probably to an annoying level on his end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, the uh the branching out to do courts was kind of a natural extension, honestly. Yeah. Um, I'm a, a perfectionist by nature, sure. you know, psycho <laughs> with when it comes to you know, just everything's gotta be perfect on my end you know obviously it shows uh, yeah. yeah well I, yeah I, I guess I don't know how to say it but like it's I, I we like the work to be done right mm -hmm. and so when we're um when we are branching into courts it kind of has to be that way right? right so we treat everything like it's a court anyway driveway parking lot uh when we're doing lines everything right 
And so um, when we moved to courts, it was just kind of a natural extension. You're squeegeeing uh, just like we do driveways. Um, And then, yeah, it was just, there's a lot of technicalities, obviously, like, you know, but I just, we did a ton of research, went through Adam, Sportmaster, and then watched every video possible on YouTube. And, uh, and yeah, it was just, it, it's amazing. And now we're booking into next year. We've actually got an amazing project that we just got the okay on, uh, kind of the premier high rise building in our city. Uh, they're having a court on the 10th floor yeah. outdoor and we just got the contract for that. So that's going to be amazing. Yeah, I, can't so, I can't wait to see the footage. Of yeah. That. You'll appreciate the views, man. So did, um, did you have a client that just asked, Hey, can you do a sport court or did you? Yeah. Or, yeah. That's what I was going to ask. Or if you were like, Hey, I want to take this on, I'm going to start marketing it. Or if you had a client that was like, Hey, can nope. you? It, it worked perfect. So the way that I, I had been wanting to do courts, this was kind of the year Adam and I were talking last year. He's like, dude, you got to get into courts. You got to get into courts. You'll love it. And I was like, Hey, yeah, I'd really love to, but it's probably not the time because I didn't want to bite off too more, much more than we could chew. Right. And I'm just like, we're still dialing in our systems with our other services. So I didn't want to just, all right, here we go, fly into another thing. Mm-hmm. So this year, uh, I was like, okay, this might be the year, but we weren't pushing for it. And uh, had a customer call, asked if we could do it. And I said, yeah, we can. And so it, it worked perfectly that we didn't have to market towards it. And I was very upfront with them. I said, this is the first court. Yep. What we're doing however go look at all of our other work go on our website go you know you can tell that what our work ethic is and and the products that we put out and uh and i was just really transparent and and they were at like ecstatic with the way it ended up they're they're huge tennis enthusiasts and uh we put it it was a pickleball court and they said it was one of the nicest courts they've ever seen so uh, i mean isn't, I'm that pretty, that, isn't that something to have that at an advantage those connections with like not just Adam, you know, but in yeah. general, like if I want it, you know, when if I want to do a sports surface, I yeah. know to ask you now because of this knowledge of yeah. just a conversation, and then oh. then we can talk to Adam how to do it, and then we can talk about pricing, and we're not in each other's area, so it, it allows you to have such a distinct advantage and gets you the confidence. Like some of this stuff, like I did a the podcast with Mike Nawa about sweeping. Yeah. Like yeah. somebody asked me now, Hey, could you handle sweeping this area or whatever? The confidence to say, yeah, I think I probably could, even though right. I'd never done it before the knowledge and knowing that I know people that know how to do it and can help me get there. Gives you the confidence to be like, yeah, we can take that on. Yeah, we can do that. Totally. Dude, it's, it's such a huge advantage. It's insane. Um, man. And I mean, that's kind of leads to uh, the next topic about um, just social interaction and social advice. As I was stating earlier, in my opinion, everyone kind of has their own flavor when it comes to social media. It kind of gets their vibe. Um, you know, I, I only have a little bit to talk to people, so I get straight to the point and make sure yeah. we get to the, the meat of whatever the conversation is. And my yeah. posts are like that as well. I do try to yeah. do some fun ones and show highlights of what we're doing, but yeah. really I like to get to the point too. I know yeah. that um, your guys' quality of work also shows through that crispiness shows yeah. through um, not only in your brand, the Orca yeah. brand, the machines, the decals on everything, um, and your social media does that as well. What is some advice for guys that are thinking about using it and trying to use it? Because my biggest advice when I first started doing all this and was like using social media and doing YouTube before anyone did it and whatever was yeah. hey, turn the camera around, make it personal. And then yeah. people will know you. And that was like my first big advice. But I noticed that you guys do a far better job branding your social media with Orca as well. Is that on purpose? Or do you think that's just by natural that you guys are like that? Um, okay, well, I, I think, um, I guess, where do I start? I think, I think that what you said, turn the camera around mm-hmm. and make it personal. That was something that was... And you actually commented to me. I, I don't know if you remember. You're like, love the way that you're turning the camera around. This year was yeah. a year that I was like, Kate, I'm going to make it more personal. And I think that that personal element came with more confidence in the business. Sure. Right. Um, I wish that I would have turned it around a little earlier. And I'm still very hesitant I to say do that. It. Dude, I say that too. Right. I think that it's very natural for people to not want to do it. Oh, yeah, for and, sure. And my advice is to just do it. Do it. 
yeah be as open and transparent as possible like i i think that um this year we tried to show more of like what actually happens on the jobs right mm -hmm. we're having a good time we're mm -hmm. doing our absolute best work but we're having a good time and i wouldn't have it any other way yeah we have a really good time we've got a great chemistry great relationships we have fun with our customers and it's just an all-around good experience like and we want that to show through our social media now that shows more on our stories like day-to-day -day, you know what we're doing and then um posts i need to get better like i mean i used to post more but you know how it is it's just you get you get busy during the yeah. season i think it's, i think there's a transition point i think um you know there's some guys you know they'll give me advice or they'll ask for advice when it comes to social media and we and i always like you i knew hey you got to turn the camera around man I, yeah really going to make leaps and bounds for you social media wise yeah. there's some guys i know that are like a-holes and it's yeah. like don't turn the camera around like <laughs> no, make sure you highlight your work make sure you highlight how good it is yeah make sure you highlight that you're in a timely manner these are your strong points because your personality yeah. you know and most guys know like i'll just ask them if they're an a-hole i'm like are you yeah. an a-hole or not yeah and, um like when I turn the camera around, you're getting me right now as you would at any other time. That's right. this is my personality. But, there, yeah. but, but there is a, a point where I believe businesses grow where you don't have to turn the camera around anymore. Yeah. Um, you know, it, to be more professional, more commercial, um, on purpose, you can make posts and guide the direction of your business, social media wise, and your brand, your appearance as right. time goes on. But if you're starting a business out, you're a nice guy and you want people to get to know you and you want to be transparent like you are. That really mm -hmm. helped us out a ton. Turn the camera yeah. around, show people that you're getting the material, filling the tank up to the top. There's no room yeah. to add anything, man. We're, yeah. you know, and we're leaving right. from here to the job. This yeah. is how we apply it, whatever. Yeah. And when I did that the first couple of years, dude, that's when things blew up for us. But I, you know, I, I, I do, I, I don't think I do as good a job as your guys' posts to your story, to your TikTok, because it just seems everything's black and white. Everything's yeah. really clear. Um, you have sweet EDM music going to most of it. Most <laughs> of the time. So it's just one of those things, I think, um, that naturally it just, your social media vibe follows Orca's vibe really good, which is personal. Yeah. And let's, it lets customers know that you're invested, I think. you know, Well, I, I, I appreciate that. And I think that, I think that he, what I discovered early on when I started the business is that marketing is just leverage. Yeah. And you, when you start out inevitably, like we started with nothing, you know, like we started this just with a, like a striper, a Striper 3400, you know, and uh, we just finished our third year. And so we've just been growing, growing, growing. But at the beginning, you, you use what you have and I could tell you, a 10,000 ways that you could take a picture of one striping par yeah. parking lot line. Yeah. It's all about leverage and just showing what, where you're good and where you, what you, what you have, because everyone has something to show. Mm -hmm. And so for us, like, it was just like, all right, I'm going to take a picture of this curb because it looks sexy yeah. and you know, and then there's a line and then it's like, all right, okay, now you got a new piece of equipment. Let's showcase that. And then it's, you know, just showcase all the way up and then you've got this good stuff to show and um i, I think that 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 really has helped us a lot you know and in, in in just making it personal and but also showing you know what we actually do and how the quality that we do i don't know well i know i think i think i think you hit the nail on the head because you see some of your posts will have a driveway like the other day it was a beautiful setting uh, yeah. beautiful mountains around the sun was yeah. shining through kind of a, the glazy grayish uh, yeah. clouds awesome. but then you had the rhino works angled yeah. parking like they were two lamborghinis with the doors up bro <laughs> you know, facing <laughs> forward. and then orca you know tagged yeah. right on the front of them just super yeah. clean um you know it, i think showing that expressing that you can easily boost a post to get coverage to get on people's phones showing that yeah. you have this equipment that they've probably never seen before like yes. around here, when you pull out the hand cart, uh, the Rhino <laughs> works, the elite, like we have. Yeah, um, got one as well. Do, yeah, do people don't see that. You know, they're, no. they're, they're like, oh, they got the equipment to do it. Now, yeah. uh, sometimes that's the tool for the job. And then sometimes it's like, well, it's not the tool for this job right here. But yeah. the main thing is, is you're prepped and equipped. 
to handle yeah. whatever efficiently and better. Um, how do you like, how do you like your rhino works by the way? Love them, man. Yeah. Those are staples for us. Like yeah. the, the, the rhino works brand in general. I mean, it's just been, first of all, like when I, when we started our very first craft filled unit, we, well, I actually bought a used one. It's an old Simline push unit. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, this ain't going to work. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, uh, you had a Simline MA10. Yeah, it was. I should take a picture of it and show yeah, it. Just send, yeah, just send me that. Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever seen one. This is maybe, OG. I, have, maybe I have, and I just didn't you, know it was. It was it, it was, it was a tank, man. And it was like, it It just wasn't good. So, yeah. anyways, like, I, I quickly realized that, and I was like, okay, this just isn't doing the, like, the quality that I'd like mm. to deliver, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I saw the, I did all the research, and I'm like, man, those rhino works, they look good, man. They got that matte black you know it's like it just is a little bit different right and i'm like all right that's the one so we got one and uh and so through that we actually filmed uh asphalt kingdom judd was actually having a contest oh okay and, and it was like how to uh what was it how to fill cracks or something sure and so it was a video contest and so we had just got this new ry10 so i'm like oh perfect i'll use this set up the drone cameras all the way around. And then we actually got an RY30. We won the contest, got an RY30 through that. Cool. And man, it's just like, I mean, the brand in general, they're just, they're bulletproof. They're yeah. great. And then if there's any issues, call Lee, call the guys there and, and they're amazing. Yeah. We had, we got the um, 31st and yeah. uh, it had the old burners and I, I had trouble with the jets right away. And yeah. I was Lee, I'm like, dude, it's just it, it, half of it was the rubber that we were using. Oh and, yeah. But it was just having trouble melting down. But I was telling Lee, I'm like, dude, it's not getting hot enough. Within yeah. like, uh, within like two or three days, I had all new jets in there, and that thing was like torching. Right. Yeah, dude, I was like, fast too. Dude, super fast. Yeah. But once we had that thing, we went from uh, stationary tens to yeah. that thirty. Dude, it was game change for us. Yeah. You can put that up in there, put it in the other units. Boom. Or fly, fly, fly. Whatever. And then well, with a thirty, we we keep three RY tens going non-stop yeah. like yeah. boom 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 yeah is that your experience as well yeah yeah so we'll do um we'll do the rye 30 we still do a lot of squeegee and pour pot stuff just yeah. arm lanes and things yeah. um and the, just to have that material available it's almost enough to do these farm lanes and driveways in one heat so yeah. that's why i keep the 30 up there because we do have the tens you could put one in the 10 and start and then have the 30 and yeah. you know, just fill in as you go. But it just, it's nice to have that. It's similar. It, it's the similar feeling to me as having uh, like an, a craft go 100 or whatever behind you. With mm -hmm. the There's just unlimited yeah. material enough to get the job done. One heat, right. you're good to yeah. go. And yeah. we've had good results with it as far as, you know, it, like you said, if there's any issues, we, I think we got new burners this year. They sent us new burners yeah. for our old 30. New jet one. Dude, one of our, I think our Rye 30 was close to like the prototype because there's still some holes where they had some stuff and then moved it away. Yeah, yeah. And Lee, Lee was like, I'm going to, you know, we'll get you one. We'll get you one. And uh, yeah. we've been using it now religiously for probably, I think, three years or so. And I don't, I don't see it going anywhere. We just know it's, it's nice that there, I mean, there's a lot of parts of those machines. But we've always got the parts for it and stuff like that. Yeah. If anything. And uh, you, you find some stuff where you know you can hack it a little bit here and there and, and make stuff work but the bones and skeletons of those machines are just they're for businesses your size and my size yeah they're they're, oh. they're game changers necessities you the know. value that you get for the price point is just like it's unbelievable yeah. efficiency yeah. is a huge thing and they, they keep you efficient but yeah um, you know i think that obviously there's an upgrade from those machines as well but for to fill that gap to get you there it's well worth the investment i mean now yeah. you get to the point where your business is your size and mine's my size a couple g's here or there to make you more efficient so that you can do one, one decent job pays for the machine so i mean yeah. whatever yeah. i think i think that's yeah. kind of a, one of the things when it comes to that is goals you know hey it's a stair step goal if you set your if you set it too high you're gonna you're gonna sell yourself short if you get the right. stair step the way up. That's kind of with our Rhino works and some of our seal right equipment and things like that. It's just stepping this ladder up. Now we're to a bulk tank finally, so I get to buy that sucker outright. I can put whatever I want in there. Yeah. And if I decide I want to put Seal Master in, there, I'll put that in. If I decide I want something else, I'll put that in there. Whatever so that I was want. my big thing. Yeah, that was my big thing this year. So yeah. 
you know, we got our shop. We had a lot kind of like similar to you where you park all yeah. your stuff. Yeah. We had a lot. I had a little office and uh, now we've bought a bigger warehouse. We have another lot, just a couple wow. of them. Keep all of our stuff. The warehouse, the office, the bulk tank, everything's going there, dude. I'm so hyped for next year. It's like, yo, and what's cool about you is like, it's on your, on YouTube. It's like, you can watch your journey, right? Like, oh dude, I hate going back and looking at those videos. Dude. No man, but it's amazing because it gives people who are starting. It's like, yo, not everyone has a massive surplus of money to start with. You know what you like? No one's taking on capital. And like, so yeah. it's like a lot of us are just starting with what we have. And yeah. so it's like, you know, it's you scary just to go to the bank. Dude, dude it's, scary. it's scary to go to the bank and say, hey, I need 100K, you know, yeah. when you don't have any money. And it's like, well, yeah. how can I get into this and just start feeding the business with some capital? Right. And that's what we've done. And dude, I'm, I'm excited. You know, we're debt-free company. We're putting up yeah. big numbers. It took a little bit longer than some of my competitors around me did take on that debt. And now yeah. those guys don't have crap. And it's like, right. yeah. We're in an area where you can't take on a huge amount of debt. There's not that much work for you to do something like that. And they just didn't see it. I seen it the other way. And I said, well, we'll climb this ladder a little bit. Want a little bit yeah, of little by little work, get the projects, buy the piece yeah. of equipment. Yep. And then educate everyone has their different. MP yeah. did a great job educating us. That's half the reason. I always say this and I chirp this about whatever, but that's why I wanted to spark the community was because mm -hmm. I didn't know what the hell I was going to do to climb right. this ladder. But I knew there were people out there that did. And I just yeah. wanted to be their friend so that I could get yeah. some mentorship in one way or another. And uh, it's weird now because some of these mentors that are, that are in our community, are they've been around forever. And then there's yeah. some guys, young bucks like uh, Cameron Hogate, who I'm going to be speaking yeah. with. Yeah. 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 Circles around me doing Facebook ads. And I thought, you know, for a while, I was like, dude, I'm the best at Facebook ads. And I watched yeah. this thing, dude. He works circles around me. He's really good because he cares about the juice that's in the middle, you know, right. yeah. similarly, um, you know, if you and I are paying 50 bucks for a Facebook ad or an Instagram ad, it doesn't matter if I put in this much content or I put in that much content, it's still 50 bucks. So, right. you know, Cameron does a good job at filling the inner content enough that it makes you really want to get involved, pay attention to the ad and it sticks right. in people's brains. Yes. It sticks in people's brains and he's way better than I am at it. And, uh, having this community that we've built to where you would come up to me at MPE like you did and you're like, dude, I love yeah. your videos, you know, whatever. Yeah, man. And then I still remember where we were. Yeah. And then uh, me, you, Dom Manzo, you know, yeah. we're all just hanging out in this little spot right here. And uh, just seeing the cleanliness and the importance of the brand and the imaging for our smaller companies, let me know that I was doing something right because it wasn't oh. easy for small companies like you, your company, my company, Dom's yeah. company, um, anybody's, to have a clean image and market themselves good, you usually had to have a, be a successful big company and have marketing dollars to make that Absolutely. image go there. But you don't yeah. have to do that anymore, which no. is nice. But, and, the, and then you get to see success, you know, like your success and my success, you get to be invested in that a little bit with each other. And then mm -hmm. you see people succeed a little bit, give themselves a little breathing room and uh, believe, yeah, we're actually catching stride here. We're gonna get right. going. And I know that that's a fact with you because you just come back from vacation, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, where'd, yeah. Where'd, you go, where'd you go on vacation? We went to Vancouver Island and luckily, I mean, we had it timed. So we, uh, so Vancouver Island is, you, you know, Vancouver is straight yeah. west of us. Well, you take a ferry about an hour and a half and then you're Vancouver Island. So Victoria is the capital of British Columbia. Yep. It's out there and it's just gorgeous. So that's like one of the few places in Canada you can surf. Uh, it's ocean orcas, uh, whales, you know, like it's just massive ocean culture. It's just, it's insane, man. It's magic. Yeah. And uh, so luckily, so we had planned this trip a while ago yeah. and assuming that the season was going to be ending, well, it hasn't <laughs> ended yet. <laughs> However, it was raining the entire time we were gone and oh. snowing. So luckily, you know, we weren't getting behind and, but anyway, yeah, I mean, those, those types of things, it's like you, you work hard, and you know you just vacation feels good yeah right? like, you've earned it, like it yeah. you, we've we've earned this yeah. and it's yeah it just feels amazing man i'm super hyped uh hopefully one of my next guests is going to tell us about vacations and getting away across the world yeah. and stuff. so um guys like us who work in the summer 
I took yeah. my first summer vacation this year in 16 years with the kids. And I stuff. saw that, man. I was following you. Dude, dude it's, it's crazy Like to think yeah. that it's possible. Luckily, my team, uh, yeah. my guys, have. Yeah. Th- yes, that's, they, they give me a little bit of relief to be able to go yeah. out. I can set up the work, go out west, come back, yeah. and, and we've caught stride still. But, yeah, it, you've earned it. And I yeah. felt like that this time. Like, we've earned it because otherwise I got to go in the winter and get away and do stuff like that. What do you do for fun, Braden? What, like, what's your, I know you said, yeah, surfing, skiing, all that stuff's around here. What do you do? Like, what's your, what's your thing for fun? Man. Well, I've got two young kids. I've got a three-year-old and one-year-old and I've got an amazing wife. So we spend a lot of time together. Mm -hmm. Um, We we spend a lot of time outside, man. Uh, We lake. That's a huge thing. Like wakeboarding, wake surfing, skiing. Uh, I've got the kids that they start when they're babies, uh, snowboarding, kids start when they're real young. Um, and yeah, we're just outside. We hike a lot. This area is, you know, we're full of hiking trails. We're, you know, we're just out there, dude. I can't say it enough. It's yeah. Like, it's gorgeous out there. What about, yeah, the, what about that guitar behind you, dude? Do you play guitar? I strum a little bit. Do you? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not to your level, but I do. Yeah. Wow, I, yeah. I, I was wondering about that when I seen that back there. Yeah, yeah. I, I enjoy music, man. When you're saying like the EDM stuff on the, you know, on the TikTok and stuff, I think that's what's really cool about what we have in our industry is is typically people look at the asphalt industry with like even when I tell people like when I'm going to NPE, they're like, "You're going to an asphalt conference?" Yeah. Like what? What are you talking about? Like yeah. that's you know. And so I think what's cool is like you know, looking onto the asphalt industry, you may not think that it's this attractive. Um, you know, from an onlooker, this attractive kind of intriguing industry. Typically, it hasn't been. And when I came in, I was like, all right, I see these guys doing these things. And I just wanted to continue doing that, make it sexy, put cool music to it, film it properly. And, you know, just kind of make it like I'm into like, music and surf culture, skateboard culture, you know, and like, where there's like a little more of like an indie scene and like cool looking things and, you know, videography. And it's like, all right, why don't we bring that to asphalt? asphalt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I do. I mean, yeah. crap, dude. I mean, you see me all the time. Hats always backwards. You yeah, know, man. Change clothes, whatever, and uh, making. Hey, mine, mine's mine's backward half the time, dude. It's just it's. I think I think you're right. We were the industry had this lens on it that hadn't yeah. changed forever, and the only way to change it was to kind of make the inside of it fun. The conference scene. Yeah getting yeah. everybody together and uh i love everything about mp i i really do i understand the importance of everything whether it's the floor the classes the round tables the mm-hmm. parties whatever but absolutely the like the highlights are getting to see you guys getting to see my friends making those connections talking yeah. you know and uh i think it's very most important. popular guy on the floor marvin man that's because I'm everywhere all at once. I never stop. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Otherwise, I wouldn't be that popular very much. You know, uh, you'd have to find me. But usually I'm roaming around there pretty good. And uh, yeah. this year I'm hoping to bring the team because I'm so tired of carrying my cameras and everything around, setting everything up. Well, I hope, I hope I'll be there, but it's not looking like with the, uh, the I know, lockdown. I know. I, know. I keep an update, and uh, they keep telling me that I need to get my seminar finalized and done. There's a deadline uh. coming. I keep hearing yeah. that. So that gives me hope. Yeah, I don't know how it's going to work with international travel for us, mm-hmm. but you know what? I hope that if, if we can't be there physically, I hope that maybe they provide a digital something where I can at least tune into your, uh, you and Cameron. Maybe. maybe. I, 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 I was talking to Cameron. I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to do digital. I, I think we yeah. lose all that touch and that flavor, but it's hard, isn't it? Yeah. But we'll see what happens. Yeah. And uh, you know, it, it allows us to keep, hope up and uh and stay in connection and stuff like that what's next what's next for orca that's my that's my last question for you is what's next for orca what what do you see as far as um where you go from here size wise um like what are your next few goals i guess is my my big thing um well there's my um shoot dude i'm sorry that's, hey don't sorry. worry about it don't worry <laughs> about it it's natural that's yeah. what happens here. That's what happens. I've been trying, man. I've been trying. No ums. Um, there it is again. Yeah. I, our goal is growth, sure. obviously, mm-hmm. um, but controlled growth. Mm-hmm. We don't want to. Uh, we don't want to grow too fast, yes. where we lose that personal touch yep. and our quality. A huge thing with what we do is we just want our quality to be darn near perfect. Our guys are right along, you know, they're there, they do perfect work. 
and we just we just strive to do the best so inevitably when you grow obviously you lose a little bit of that which we're fine with but we want to keep it as good as possible so we're going to continue to grow we're going to bring more guys on and uh, potentially bring in an office manager next year and uh, continue to just lean on other people who've gone through it and see where we should grow and you know get the advice there we're going to be expanding more into courts big time uh more commercial seal coating um and yeah just growth all the way around we've got some exciting things coming uh and and i just it, the journey is just so fun man yeah it's cool to to have um peers you know that yeah. you can that you can experience camaraderie with and kind of go through yeah. it at the same time you know yeah. uh if early on felt like, uh, you know, I took quite a lashing for what I was doing inside the industry as far as something that no one had ever done, trying to create something that a lot of people didn't want to happen because these secrets were just secrets for years and years about who does what or whatever. But you can see it's all good. Like there's no bad yeah. comes from it, you know, and uh, actually it's helping our industry because the doing it the right way is what everyone wants to do that cares about the industry. And right. the best way to do that is to show how to do it the right way. And with social right. media, we're all showing it the right way in the community, right way. Dude, I really appreciate you being on the podcast, dude. Okay. I really hope we get to see each other at MPE this year. I hope so too, man. I if really not, hope so. If not, when international travel gets going again, and I'll get my, my passport going, um, hey. and I'll come up and see you and uh, see how you do it up there. I'll probably Love just watch you, take in the scenery, but you know. <laughs> Yeah, Marvin will be on the boat with the binoculars. Yeah, yeah, I'll take a picture too. You never. Yeah. Know. Well, I'll bring uh, I'll bring my land board, dude, and just go down those hills that you're in. There you go, man. Hey, we got a lot of hills, man. Cool, man. Well, Brayden, I really appreciate it, man. Thanks a lot. I wish the best for you guys there at Orca. Keep up the good work, and uh, please keep the the post coming. It's a highlight of my feed is seeing you guys hey. in the story and stuff once in a while, and uh, hearing the hearing the music. Start playing your own music for your your clips. Hey. You know what? I early on, early on, I actually did uh, a lot of the the songs, the beats that I had. I actually made those did in you? early videos. Yeah, what's funny? You can actually hear I my do that as well. That's crazy. Yeah, and the YouTube yeah. ones they kept they kept um, getting me yeah. for right infringement. Yeah. yeah. So I I learned how to with uh, GarageBand and yeah. uh, the other ones yeah. make my own beats, record my own stuff. Yeah. So those early ones, like if you go to the credits, you'll see the music's by me or one of my friends here in town, cool, and. You just have to do what you have to do. It's one of those things it's like cleaning out your own tank and getting your face black and your whole body black, your inside of your ears. Do what you got to do, man. Do what you got to do to get well, it. I, I mean, I know we're trying to end this, but when that, honestly, the, the most intriguing thing to me about business and being your own boss, having your own company is exactly that. You get to, it's this opportunity that you get to learn whatever you want. You could outsource things or like I had to do and many others at the beginning, when you don't have the dollars to do it, you learn it. Yes. So whether I didn't know how, how to edit a video prior mm -hmm. to starting a business, mm -hmm. so I didn't, I didn't know how to run Adobe Illustrator. Yeah. The first thing that I ever made on Adobe Illustrator was our logo. Sure. It's here, there, right there. Hey. And that's, and then I got deep into logo making and Fibonacci ratio, the 1.618, like the most beautiful golden ratio. And I think that that's, that's honestly when like making the music, like you can hear my little daughter, she was one at the time, Orca, she's saying Orca <laughs> in the beat. And I just think it's the coolest thing ever, man. I just think, yeah. I, I think that we're lucky, uh, a privileged position to be able to do that and to be able to learn and grow. And yeah. I think it's just an incredible opportunity to be in. I agree with you. I think um, being able to document our journeys through our social media, is one of the biggest gifts ever. It's similar to me as in people were pioneering our countries and going from one side to the other. They kept a journal and people got to read that journal. Yeah, some of those journals were very interesting. I believe right. that's what our social media is too. So those videos where you see me, like my most popular video was me patching a hole very shittily and, <laughs> and estimating the rest of the driveway for a seal coat. And you can just see how Amazing, awkward, dude, you can see how awkward I am in this video. I knew I had to do it. I knew yeah. I had to turn the camera around and I knew to start this thing I wanted to do. I had to do it now, dude, me looking back, you know, 
I would tell myself, dude, get some confidence, uh, get yourself a different set of glasses, you know, wear a business shirt, dude, get out of the t-shirt. But you know uh, it, it, I, I like to see it. People like to see that too. They see my old trucks from back in the day starting, you know, starting out 300 gallon tank on a three quarter yeah. truck and we yeah. did it by hand. And, uh, yeah. I think it's, but you know what, I, looking back, I hope like you look back and you cringe. I hope that I always look back and cringe because that means that you're growing at an exponential. Oh, yeah. oh for sure. Right? So it's like, if I'm confident in who I am today, well, I mean, confident, but not content. Right. Sure. Like I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm stoked with where we are, but I want to grow like crazy. Sure. I hope that when I get there, I look back and I'm like, good for you for trying, but man, dude, like yeah, I know. You know, things to change, man. But that's a great thing. Like you look back and you're like, yo, I can't believe I was wearing those glasses. I can't believe I was fixing things that way, but that's all part of the journey. And look where, you know, look where you are now. Look where like, you know, it's everyone has to do it. Right. Yeah. It's, it, it's doing it. That is the hard part. Just getting out and doing and trying and making mistakes and then boom. But it's passion. That's the thing. Yeah. That's what, that's what fuels you is passion because doing what I had to do back then, if I had to do that now, man, I would be complaining in the worst way. <laughs> And back then I didn't complain at all. It just had to be done. And I knew to get where we wanted to go, we had to do it. And right. I think um, looking back on at those times, you know, we're going to cringe or do whatever, but I'm, I look yeah. back at those times and think, man, if me back then would have had just five grand, I would have been yeah. able to rest a lot easier. And now I think, dude, if all I had was five grand now, I would be losing my mind, you know, when it comes to business. So I think that kind of lets you know your business is growing and um, you're stepping in the right direction. I think businesses, what I've seen because of the networking in the community and these, res <clears throat> excuse me, the resources of uh, these guys, <clears throat> the veterans or our connections that have been doing it a while is we don't make as many mistakes as some of these companies did right away. The trial and yeah. error section is really slim. Most of the yeah. time, if there's a trial and error, that's because somebody was being stubborn and thought that they knew how to do it versus what somebody told them the way to do it. Oh, yeah. And then they got to go back and do it the way it was supposed to be done. Oh, yeah. But I, I think that allows us to not make as many mistakes as some of these companies that um, tried and failed and tried and failed. And uh, you know, you're part of that now, dude. So Orca's part of that. A lot of our, a lot of our friends are part of that. And uh, I, I hope that um, everything keeps going the way it's going. We keep growing and creating a community that, when we're old and gray and uh we're gonna look back and be like dude that was a one hell of a ride wasn't it right, yeah. you know we're all over the world we all know each other and uh it's one hell of a ride so thank you very much Braden, for being part of it thanks for being on the podcast we will i'll have you back on dude we'll talk about uh -oh. different stuff next year after these sport courts and stuff and especially yeah. the, the specific job I definitely want to talk about that. So we'll be glad to have you back. Blessings, you and the family well, and the team. Hey. Um, one last, do you, do you have anything you want to say before we close well, this? I, yeah, I just want to commend you and thank you for what you're doing for the industry, man. It's just, oh, it, you're unprecedented. And it's just, it's, uh, it's amazing, man. It's just really cool to be a part of this. The fact that there's a podcast talking about asphalt maintenance. I know where it's really cool. And I just wanted to thank you for bringing me in and, and, and allowing me to share my journey and share my story and, and help any way I can for anyone else. So thank you, man. Thank you. No worries, dude. Give me one, give me one of those Orca hats and uh, I'll, hey, I'll consider it done. We'll be all set. All right, everybody. That's done. it. Orca asphalt maintenance. Braden, thank you very much for being on here. Uh, once again, we want you to seal it, pave it, stripe it and kill it. Peace. Mm -hmm.